Welcome everybody to this podcast by the Global Positive Health Institute. I'm Dr. Liana Leonoff. I'm the president of the Global Positive Health Institute. And on this podcast, we talk about all things positive psychology and health and health care. And so with that, I'm very excited to have with us today, Dr. Iris Shriver. She is a lifestyle medicine physician who recently wrote a book, To Your Health, which I'm sure we'll hear about, and is also an adjunct professor, uh, clinical professor at Stanford. So welcome, Iris. Thank you, Liana. I'm delighted to be here. Great. Well, we'll just dive right in. Our topic is positive psychology. Tell us a little bit about what got you fascinated uh, on this topic. Yes. Well, I've, I've just always had this great love of learning and the curiosity to figure out how I could do things better and make things better for others and myself. But when I was in medical school, the psychology was very much focused on fixing what's broken. And I was more interested in flourishing and going beyond the absence of disease to, you know, to actual true health and improving health. So when the build what's strong uh, idea came along, I found that really empowering uh, because we all need intention, of course, and that's at heart of any change, but you need motivation as the fuel to get you started and keep you going. Right? And in order to make motivation last, you need positive emotions. I think we all have so many ways to make ourselves feel bad and maybe not as many ways to make ourselves feel really good. So yes, it may seem ironic that a pathologist, as the word says, um, you know, where the specialty has a focus on disease, that a pathologist has a keen interest in positive psychology but uh, I'm seeing that we are in a very exciting time in medicine right now, and that that focus is beginning to shift. And that recaptured my interest. And I've just been very fascinated over the years in the intersection between dis-ease and well-being. And that motivated me to become a lifestyle medicine physician and also motivated me to write my book because it just creates the new concepts create a strong foundation for what I'd like to think of as a happiness ecology, right? So these principles don't just teach us how to swim, but they actually teach us how to ride the waves. Yes, uh, it, it, it's riding the waves and staying strong <laughs> over yes, and above absolutely. those waves. <laughs> yes. So I'm curious about how you use uh, these positive psychology uh, approaches for yourself. How do you boost your positive emotions and keep yourself motivated? Well, I try to incorporate it in my life any way I can. Um, I'll give you some concrete examples. So for example, Sometimes the news, which I like to consume, uh, really brings me down. And I now make a conscious effort to also incorporate positive news into my day. And I like the Good News Network, for example. Mm -hmm. I just go there and they always have stories of, you know, something beautiful in nature or some really inspiring stories of human kindness or medical breakthrough or some amazing discovery. And that just balances things out for me. Um, what also helps me is that for decades now, I've had a regular meditation practice and I do that early in the morning 
and it just gets me into the right frame of mind for the rest of the day. So um, on a day-to-day -day basis, it doesn't always seem like there is much progress or much change, but somebody once explained it to me as, as two almost parallel lines that they seem to go along, but then if one is just slightly off, you have a very big difference over time. And that's how I've experienced uh, my meditation practice. I, I really do feel much better prepared and, and can approach things with a more open mind than you know those, those few decades ago. Um, let's see what else. I also kept a gratitude journal for a year. And after that, I decided that I just wanted to live in gratitude, you know, like a place, a safe place, perhaps. Um, there's just so much to be thankful for, even when things are not going well, that I always try to keep that, you know, in my mind. So, okay. uh, yeah, gratitude is a big one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, you talked a little bit about how you really use positive psychology for your own life. Uh, how do you use it professionally and what what tips do you have for health professionals in the audience? Well, I think positive psychology is vital if we want to foster health improvements in our patients, right? That's that concept of positive health that I know you're a strong advocate for, Liana, where we have the positive emotions and the positive health habits and they reinforce each other. But I think that these principles are also critically vital for healthcare professionals, healthcare providers. And I'll give you one uh, example of how I incorporate it in my work. So my clinic is one of the clinics of Volunteers in Medicine America, which serves uninsured patients. And I implemented five minutes of wellness before every clinic that I attended. So that means that we would get together and we would just do a gratitude exercise or we would stretch together or share some small success of the day or you know just just do those kinds of things maybe a mini meditation and it lifted everybody up and i think we were better able to be present for our patients that way and when the pandemic hit of course i couldn't do that anymore so then I um, started to record some of these sessions with tips and wellness and uh, just general uplifting information. And uh, that became Take Five to Thrive on YouTube so I could reach my community. And you can still find those on, uh, on YouTube. It's just five minute snack bites of wellness. I, I like that. I like the the healthy snack bites, and yes. uh, and our our brains also just uh, tend to absorb things better that way <laughs> if we're not overwhelmed with too much new things to think about. Yeah, right. And then in terms of tips, you said tips for your audience or for healthcare professionals. I would like to invite them to ponder how can I thrive, and I'm saying that because I still hear so many healthcare professionals say that they don't take vacation or they don't feel like they have the time to take a break. And I always say, in order to do well, you have to be well. So I would like to encourage them to take that break. And yes, it takes five or 10 minutes out of the day, 
but it does wonders for your brain power and outlook. And you might be able to do the same work afterward in half the time and better too. And then also after the work day is officially over, um, I think it's very, it can be very exhausting. And I know that firsthand when you have the feeling that you have to be on all the time. So there too, I encourage people to take the privilege to relax. And it's almost an act of courage these days when you switch off your phone. But some digital detox does us all a whole world of good. Yeah, physicians and other health practitioners really str struggle with that. Um, but uh, the milieu, I think, of healthcare is changing a little bit. Uh, and, uh, and I think we can encourage our, our listeners that this is now becoming much more acceptable is to take care of ourselves as health professionals. We have to, we have, we have to take more of our own medicine. <laughs> and be great models, great role models for our patients. Uh, yes, lifestyle medicine empowers patients and it just empowers healthcare providers as well. We're all in the same boat. Yes, uh, absolutely. And uh, tell us a little bit about your book. So you, you wrote this book. I'm, I'm anxious to, to have you share with uh, our, our listeners what it's all about. Well, I'd love to. So the full title is uh, On the Path to Health, Well-Being and Fulfillment. And the subtitle is To Your Health. And it invites the readers to question what they think we know about health and well-being, because there's so much information in the media and much of it is contradictory. So how do you know what is factually correct and reliable? It's just really difficult to distinguish that. But then of course, our perceptions of what's true and valid really influence our behavior and thereby impact our health. So I would like to say that our health is at stake with these things. So in the book, I summarize, I summarize the current knowledge and I sort fact from fiction. I expose the ways in which we are manipulated, but then also go into specific topics like, uh, you know, how big is the influence of your genes on your health? Or I talk about nutrition or alternative therapies or stress management or happiness and in the happiness chapter, for example, because that might be uh, resonating most with your audience. Um, I ask questions like, you know, is happiness different for different people? Does money buy happiness? What are the happiest nations in the world and why? And does happiness contribute to health and longevity? But also there, you know, what is the contribution of your genes? To, um, to your happiness. And as a geneticist, of course, that is a question that I was very keen to dive into as well. So uh, the whole book has lots of lively stories and anecdotes as well, uh, but I hope that it is an empowering book and that it can provide a key to people to navigate this, um, which is challenging, you know, to navigate health and healthcare and that it can just support the reader's health in any phase of life. Sounds like an invaluable resource. Is there one tip that you can share from the book, uh, a takeaway that really stands out? Something practical you can share? 
Um, so in terms of happiness, uh, our genes uh, contribute maybe 30 to 40% to our happiness baseline, but um, you know, the rest, so 60 to 70% is not just your personality, is not baked in. There is so much you can do to enhance your own happiness. And the book goes into that as well. Um, I once had a fellow, you know, in, at Stanford and it was the first day and it was really stressful. And I asked him how he was doing. I said, are, are you holding up? And he looked up and he was just beaming and he said, holding up, I'm thriving. No, and I thought attitude is altitude, right? It was just, it was just such an amazing moment. So I described that in the book as well. And it just, uh, it just shows me that, that happiness is something that is so much determined by your frame of mind. And there's so many things you can do to to enhance that. And again, you know, go back to that ecology of happiness. Yeah, you, you hit on a really important topic, whether uh, someone is a busy health professional or other professional or even a busy mom at home. Uh, time is of the essence. And when we talk about well-being, people automatically sort of go to the ah, I don't have enough time. Sure, it's important. And. And, uh, and, and certainly some of it does take a little bit of time, but there's so much of it, particularly from that positive psychology happiness piece, that really is a shift in, in mindset and a shift in what we focus on and doesn't necessarily have to take any more time, but That's can right. make a world of difference. Small steps can make such a big difference in health outcomes and in quality of life. And happier people, of course, have healthier hearts, healthier immune systems, less inflammation in the body. So it's good news all around. And so it sounds like your book is a wonderful resource. Are there, as you were doing your research uh, on an ongoing basis, are there other resources that you rec would recommend, whether it's books or websites, apps? Uh, what are your favorites? There are so many. I already mentioned the Good News Network, um, but uh, there are there are several that I can highlight. Um, one of them is one that I discovered recently, and that is um, Darren Morton's Lift Project. Um, I've, I've been enjoying the way that has been set up. It's just so easy to digest. It's beautifully done. There are some videos, there's some exercises, there's a workbook. And if you want to feel better, then I think that is a wonderful tool. And also because it's over multiple weeks, so you can really focus on one thing at a time and then build the whole. So that's one thing. Uh, another thing that uh, is a wonderful resource for both health and positive psychology, but especially health in general, I think is uh, the uh, Physicians Committee website. They have classes, Neil Barnard's um, um, program. They have classes that, you know, that really engage a lot of the elements of positive psychology. So the classes are set up in a way that they generate positive emotion. Uh, the participants are very engaged. There are moments of true connection. And of course, you know, as the class progresses, you have that feeling of accomplishment. And why I want to, so, um, the reason that I want to share this resource is that many of these classes are free. So we can share this also with our patients as something that they can tap into as well. Uh, and then your book, Liana, 
uh, Strengths in the Mirror. I, I really enjoyed reading it. And I think it's a wonderful um, book that shows us a path to feeling better and to engaging. I really like that. Also the science behind it and engaging our brain strengths and our character strengths. Um, and then, well, then I hope to, uh, to engage your audience in interest in my book as well, because that's not a how-to book at all, uh, but, um, but that too, hopefully can show them how we can create a healthier living environment where health and happiness and people can thrive. It's absolutely all about thriving. And there's so, so much in terms of the science and teasing out what's true and what's not true. Like you said, that's a big emphasis uh, of what you're doing uh, and in your book. Um, and then, of course, uh, having that background just is, helps us to more fully then engage in the practical aspects. And, and we know uh, why it is that we're doing the things uh, that we need to be doing to take care of ourselves. So they're both very important. So I appreciate that. Um, and so as we wrap up, we like to keep these podcasts uh, pretty short. Do you have other things to share with our audience? Anything last minute that you would like to share? I think the only other thing I'd like to emphasize is that one thing that I really um, love about positive psychology is the science behind it. And that's something that is sometimes getting lost, um, especially since science gets a bit of a bad rep these days sometimes in the media, but it distinguishes positive psychology from happyology, right? It's not just mind over matter. It's not just positive thinking. Um, if I think about a cancer patient, for example, who's being told by loved ones, now just think positively and everything will be all right. That is just so unhelpful. Mm -hmm. And um, with positive psychology, you have the tools to create better quality of life and better well-being, no matter what you're facing. And the science supports that. And you know that uh, small steps really make a big difference. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's just something I, I, I'd like to see more focus on, that this is something we know works and is, uh, is trustworthy. And, um, and other than that, um, I'd just like to ask your audience to check out my website, lifestyleforhealthandwellness.com, where they can also get a discount coupon for the book. Terrific. Thank you. And that uh, you just also made a plug for the Global Positive Health Institute, where one of our areas of focus is to look at the science and yes. make the science more widely available uh, to all audiences, but particularly for health practitioners in uh, that it has those ripple effects with their patients for themselves and their patients and the patient's families. Uh, so with that, thank you for joining us, Iris, uh, and uh, sharing a little bit of your wisdom and echoing the common themes that we hear uh, on this podcast. So you're reinforcing the message for us and I'm grateful for that. And thank you to the audience for being our followers. And we look forward to seeing you again at one of these uh, podcasts. And uh, please check us out at positivehealth.world. Uh, uh, see you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye.